This is episode 33 of the Passion Minded Mom Podcast. You are listening to the Passion Minded Mom Podcast for business driven moms who actually want to talk about the stuff that matters. I'm your host, Kate Reuter, business coach and marketing strategist, and together we'll expose the truth behind balancing work while raising a family and have real conversations about what works well and what doesn't serve us. We'll discuss all things marketing, mindset, and wellness, plus taboo topics like money, guilty pleasures, and intimacy. For the nitty-gritty of entrepreneurial success as a mom, you have come to the right place. Hey, everyone. So you all know I started a program called 75 Hard recently. I dreaded the thought of ever having to do this exact episode about not completing it, but here I am. I did promise that I would tell you what I've learned along the way. I just didn't think I would be talking about this after just 10 days into a 75-day program. When I say 10 next to 75, it sounds like nothing. It didn't feel long. It went by fast, and it felt mostly great. Overall, I feel incredible after just 10 days of it. But next to the number 75, it does sound a little pitiful. So what happened? Let's get into it. Today, we're going to talk about the best and the worst of my experience with 75 hard. We're going to talk about what went wrong and what I learned from failing it in just 10 days. So to give you some context about my situation personally, if you don't already know me, Weight loss was not a goal for me here. I'm at my ideal weight, so I did not start the program to lose weight. Before 75 Hard, I was already following a pretty healthy diet, so I just maintained that. I am not a member of a gym, so using machines or going to classes wasn't in the cards for me. I have a full set of weights at home, and I've been doing yoga for years from home. So those were the options I had to work with. I am a single mom of two young kids under the age of six. So that was a dynamic that I had to work into the schedule. And I work for myself, so everything was done from home. I'm a life and business coach for other entrepreneurial moms, and my expertise is in marketing and Facebook ads. But I'm very passionate about health and wellness because I'm also a cancer survivor. I'm a melanoma warrior of seven years, and I was first diagnosed when I was pregnant with my first daughter. Okay, for those of you who are not familiar with 75 Hard, here's a very quick intro to the daily checklist. I'll also drop the link in the show notes. The daily checklist includes two workouts a day for 45 minutes each. One has to be outdoors. You have to take a picture of yourself every day and post it to the app. You have to drink a gallon of water daily. Also read 10 pages from a book, either self-help or some kind of personal development book. And you have to follow a diet with no cheat meals and no alcohol for 75 days with no breaks. That's the program. I'm a pretty healthy and disciplined person. 
And I've worked hard for decades to get to that place. And in the last year or so, I've really up-leveled my health and fitness. So most of the program wasn't like this 100% overhaul for me. But here is what I did gain from it and what I loved about it. I loved the getting outdoors part. And for me, it was always before sunrise and after sunset on this program because of my history with skin cancer. So I wasn't going to be getting out and getting that kind of sun exposure during the daylight hours. These long walks that I took outside were full of some of the best moments, thoughts, brainstorming, music, podcasts, and conversations with friends. That evening walk I was doing became one of my favorite parts of my day. The water was also great. It was a lot to keep up with, but I felt so hydrated and it felt really good. The workouts were about five steps up from my normal regimen, so they got more engaging for me. And the strength and the lean muscle that I gained in combination with the healthy diet just feels really awesome on my body. I got back to waking up early. I got more vigilant with planning. And I spent less time thinking about sugar or alcohol because it just wasn't even an option on this program. I read more than I normally would. And I had something wellness-related and fun to talk about with my audience here on the podcast and in my free Facebook group. So those were all of the best parts about it for me. The worst parts about it for me were the workouts. The requirement of 45 minutes and the frequency of twice daily was very intense for my body. It was 14 workouts a week. So I did like 20 different workouts in 10 days with this program. And 45 minutes is a long time to walk. And my shoes and my feet were the first to fail on me. The blisters came on and they persisted. And every other shoe that I was trying produced different blisters. So I probably should have started with better shoes in the beginning and split up my workout of walking with something else so that I wasn't walking the entire 45 minutes. And sometimes I was walking twice a day. So I had blisters by the fourth day. Also, a couple of days in, my neck injury flared up, so I was icing that right off the bat. Now, that didn't seem like too big of a deal. I did work around it, but it may have introduced some thoughts that ultimately led to my demise, but I'll talk more about that in a second. If I could have a do-over, I would have eased into the workouts a bit more and not pushed myself so hard so soon. I was really excited to get started. Also, one of the worst things for me was the amount of time that was required to plan and execute. Because for me, the outdoor workouts would have to be before sunrise or after sunset, that required some pre-planning when I've got two young kids on my own. So I had to work around their schedule and routine, and I tried incorporating the kids in, but 45 minutes of scootering for them proved to be too long. 
I think one of the nights I ended up just pushing them around in a double stroller that they have both outgrown after 8.30 at night, and together they weigh more than I do. 90 minutes of working out a day requires planning to begin with. Drinking a gallon of water a day requires planning. And with the workouts, when you add in that extra time to get dressed, to get set up, get out, and get to it, plus the extra showers and the extra laundry, you're adding at least two hours to every day. Also, before I went into it, I made a choice not to sacrifice sleep. In fact, this was some of the best sleep I have ever gotten. And somehow I was still able to reduce it by an hour and feel amazing, but I wasn't willing to cut sleep any further to fit this all in. So yes, my feet protested in pain and my neck injury wasn't feeling great. And the scheduling and the kiddos and all of that planning was a little bit inconvenient. There were those tough things, but where I really went wrong and what ultimately led to my failure were my thoughts. I started out the program sticking strictly to it, just as Andy Frazella had outlined, you know, no modifications. But as soon as my first thought about modifying crept in, it set the stage for my end result. When my neck injury flared up on that second day, that was the first thought, I need to adjust my workouts. I also thought, maybe I'm going to hurt myself. Then I thought, maybe I can decrease the length of the workout. And I kept going back to, no, that's not what the program outlines. And I held on to the positive thoughts, I can do this. I am capable. I can be resourceful. And those thoughts kept me in it. But then, along the way, some other thoughts crept in, like 45 minutes is a long workout, and two 45-minute workouts a day might be excessive for me. And each time those blisters caused me pain, I also thought I should shorten the workouts, or this could get infected. And by around day eight was when it started to slide further downhill. Now, I was soaking my feet and treating the blisters with betadine, but I started to question if I should stop and start over and let them heal. But I thought, no, I really wanted to keep going. But more and more, the thoughts about how I could modify this kept creeping in. Then I thought, well, maybe I'll just create a program of my own to follow. Until... I had the final thought that put the nail in the coffin, and that one was powerful. It was, other things are more important to me than this program right now. More specifically, the thought, other things in my life are more important than these workouts right now. Ultimately, that was the thought that did me in. It isn't a bad thought which is why I decided to hold on to it. But it certainly wasn't going to lead to the desired result of sticking with it. Once I had that thought that other things in my life are more important than these workouts right now, it kept coming back. And eventually it got louder than all the others that were keeping me committed. 
And when I thought that thought, I didn't feel defeated. I felt certain. And that's when I decided. So as I was falling asleep last night while trying to read my 10 pages, I put the book down three pages in, and that was it. I may have also had a bite of my daughter's birthday dessert before I went up to bed, which wasn't technically part of my diet either, but I suppose I had already decided anyway. So interesting, right? How the mind works. In just 10 days, there were areas of my body that struggled, but it was my mind that ultimately got in the way. I am responsible. So what I'm going to continue to do as part of my own modified program is to continue with the more frequent and longer workouts, but shorten them a bit to about 35 minutes and probably do five to seven a week instead of 14. I am definitely going to continue the outdoor workouts and walking at least a few times a week once these blisters heal. I also started yoga on my patio before sunrise. That was a new thing for me and I really liked it. So I'm going to continue to work that into my regular workout routine. And I definitely will continue a healthy diet, no question. And I like the idea of also continuing no or very little alcohol because I just feel so much better. And I would definitely like to revisit it when I have the proper shoes, when I have more freedom to leave the kids at home when they're older, and when I'm ready to prioritize it and really ready to commit to the program. Andy, you were right. Most people won't make it through or they will want to modify it in some way. I am so one of those people. Surprise, I'm human. I'm not going to give excuses as to why it isn't a fantastic challenge to take on. In fact, I recommend everybody tries it at least once. But what I want to point out here and I want you to take away is that it wasn't the pain or the inconvenience or the planning or the challenge of doing it. I could have continued to be resourceful if I chose to and find other ways to do different workouts or go see a doctor and get the blisters treated more aggressively. There were for sure other options I could have tried that would keep me committed. But it was my thoughts that ultimately were responsible for me taking myself out of the game. They always are. In life, in business, thoughts are optional. We have control over what we think, and we get to choose. In the end, what we believe determines how we feel and ultimately how we act. So if you want to get better at life or want to succeed in business, in order to get your act together, let's first take a look at your mind. And when you feel like giving up, don't blame it on the blisters or the kids, or any of the circumstances outside of you. Just know it is your thoughts. You are responsible for your results, and you get to choose the thoughts that drive them. So what thoughts are getting in your way? What do you truly believe, and what are you telling yourself that may not be true, that isn't serving you, that is getting in the way of the results 
you want to create for yourself. If you are interested in me working with you one-on-one and you want me to help you understand why you aren't getting the results you want, schedule a free mini session and I'll help you uncover what is getting in the way. I'll talk to you all next week.